everybody, Donnie Turner here, your host of the Free for Life podcast show, and thank you for tuning in today. So today, on another episode of the Wealth Building Series, I thought this wouldn't be much of a Wealth Building Series if we didn't talk about a concept called OPM. Now, I think we spoke about this a little bit before when it came to me speaking about real estate and why I invest in real estate, and that was the finance part. And it's the fact that you don't need 100% of your own money to invest in real estate. If you remember just a quick review, I spoke about buying a $100,000 house and how with the financing programs that the American government provides us, you know, they, they subsidize these loans to us, we can get a Fannie Mae loan that only requires 20% down. And if you're actually living in the home yourself, only 3% down. So, and then I, I spoke a little bit about the power in that and the ability to build wealth, uh, you know, relatively a lot easier and a lot quicker and a lot easier and quicker than ever before in, you know, world history and even in most countries today. Most countries don't really offer programs like that. So just the, uh, just the fact that you're an American citizen gives you the privilege and the opportunity and quite frankly, the responsibility to you know, take full advantage of that. But for this episode, I wanted to expand on that just a little bit more. You see, because despite the fact that you can get these Fannie Mae loans and it's an incredible opportunity, you know, I'm, I'm, that's what I use personally at the moment. But that's really only step one in the real estate investment journey. Now, I haven't done this myself, so I don't know how much credibility I have in speaking about it. But from my own knowledge and just associating with people that have done this, I feel like I, I have the ability to speak about it just a little bit. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very broad, but just the idea of, because when it comes to Fannie Mae, you only get 10 of those opportunities. They only allow you to get 10 loans. And, you know, if, if you're really cranking them out and you're taking full advantage of all the possibilities that are open to you, that's going to run out pretty quickly. So what do you do then? Well, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of really creative options. But in my opinion, and just for the purpose of this show, I really think of two more options that you can utilize once you use up all your Fannie Mae loans, or even before then. And it's the idea of using OPM, which is, you know, uh, it stands for other people's money. And there's really two ways to do that. Now, let's go over them. Now, the first one, which I think is, is maybe fairly obvious, and it's probably the most mainstream and straightforward way to do it, and that is actually asking for money. Now, we kind of all know this concept, you know, especially those living in California near the Bay Area, you know, the Silicon Valley and all that. All we ever hear about is VC firms, right? Venture capitalist firms that all they do really is their job is to just give away money. And they try to, they're, they're giving away money, and what they're really trying to do is place bets in in small companies, hoping for them to become the next big company. They're looking for the next Facebook, the next Snapchat, the next Amazon, and this and that. And really, it's, it's a pretty cool concept just because they can invest in 100 companies, and all they really need to do is hit the jackpot on one. Even if they hit the jackpot on one, I mean, the amount of return that they receive on their investment is a 1,000, 100,000 fold. It's, it's, a, it's a really incredible concept. And just taking that and expounding on that, you as a real estate investor, you somebody that wants to build up your wealth, you want to find people like that. Now, 
there are ways to find people like that. But instead of speaking about that today, I was thinking about more speaking about how to build the credibility to present yourself so that when you meet these people, these people that want to invest their money into something so that they can, you know, reap a lot of the benefits that I spoke to you about on this show today is just to be able to present yourself in a particular way so that they would even trust you in the first place to trust them, trust you with their money. Because it is a really huge financial decision. And just the fact that you are assuming responsibility of somebody else's money, I mean, it's a, it's a financial marriage, if you will, for a lack of a better illustration. And you have to treat it that way. It's an incredible responsibility. And, you know, to lose your own money is one thing, but to lose someone else's, I mean, to me personally and my ethical moral system, I mean, it's an incredible responsibility and I would take it even more serious. Just the fact that somebody was able to trust their future with me. And so just to impart that on you guys. But so establishing the, the credibility, because at the end of the day, they're not really investing in the deal that you're presenting them. If you can tell them like, you know, hey, I have this house that is generating cash flow and I really want to invest in it. I just don't personally have the money. I wouldn't need a, a money partner. You know, they, they might look at the deal a little bit, but what they're really looking at is you. Who is this person? Is he trustworthy? Is he likable? Do I even like this person? And if you can present yourself that way, then you'll have a lot more success in doing it. And one of the big ways, honestly, is probably just to have the experience. This is sort of, you know, an intermediate step after you've, you know, used some Fannie Mae's and so forth. Um, But let's say, hey, I've done 10 deals. I own 10 cash flowing properties and I'm doing this right now at this moment. You can see my spreadsheet. You can see how much I make this and that, you know, if you're willing to share that information. And they would, I think, would be very impressed by that. And so having that experience and, you know, maybe even if you don't have the experience, you know, I mean, there's ways around everything if you're resourceful enough. You know, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. I I always love that quote. And even, you know, partnering with somebody that is experienced, let's say, you know, saying, hey, you know, I don't really have the experience, but I have the willpower. I have the drive. Let's do this. You know, um, I think it's the podcast show. You guys should really check this out. It's the podcast um, Bigger Pockets. And they talk about the investing triangle. And they say there's three points to the triangle. There's at the very top, there's money. On the left side, there is willpower. And then on the other side is experience. Now, the perfect investor has all three. But there's not too many of those. There's not too many perfect investors. As a matter of fact, most people probably either have one and then the really good ones have two. Like, let's say you have the willpower and you have the experience. Well, you got to find that third piece, right? You got to find somebody with the money. Somebody, and that somebody with the money may not necessarily have the experience in that particular field. Or maybe they do have the experience, but they don't necessarily have the willpower. They're like, you know, I don't feel like searching for deals. I don't feel like getting into the trenches. But I need somebody that does. You see, when you can partner with somebody and complete that triangle, then you're going to have something really well off for yourself. And then, so that's for um, teaming up with somebody else to uh, take advantage of other people's money. But also um, another one that's a little bit more creative and that actually I've been trying to delve into is the idea of actually approaching the owner of the assets themselves and speaking to them, speaking to somebody that owns a house and say, you know, maybe they own it free and clear, maybe they have a little bit of debt on it, but asking them, hey, would you be willing to sell me your house for payments? You know, turn them into the bank. 
you know, and, and somebody, you know, depending on their goals, depending on where they're at in life, you'd be surprised. Maybe they would say yes. They would say, you know what? Yeah, I don't even live in this house. It's an extra house. It was, it was a home for my grandma. She passed away. You know, it's not really doing anything. It's just sitting there. I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to do any of that. You know what? Yeah. How about, how about it? You give me a thousand bucks a month, you know, and I get a thousand bucks for, you know, however long, let's just say 10 years with a five-year balloon. And to them, that would be an incredible advantage. They're like, yes, I get guaranteed income and I don't have to worry about it at all. And then for you, that's even, that's even better because then you could use that house and you could rent it out for, you know, let's just say 1300 And then boom, you get a $300 spread and you didn't use any of your own money. Now, how does that sound? Pretty sweet, right? So yeah, that's actually something that I'm personally trying to, trying to do. You know, it's a, it's a really boots on the ground approach. You get a whole lot of rejection. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be worth it in the end. So yeah, that, that was something that um, I just wanted to share with you guys. And just the whole point of the episode, just to wrap it up, you know, to fundamentally build real wealth at the end of the day after you've exhausted all your resources, like I said before, it's not a lack of resources, but a lack of resourcefulness, is that real wealth is created when you're able to scale yourself. Just like in business, just like in life, you have to be able to leverage opportunities to scale yourself using other people's money. Or you can look at it in a way of just capital leverage, you know, but using it in a healthy way. We're not talking about consumer debt. We're not talking about buying Porsches, but we're talking about using leverage, using other people's money, using good debt to get good investments and good assets that help work for us so that we can build wealth without even using our own resources. Sounds pretty sweet, right? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So, um, and that was it for the podcast today, guys. Um, th- that was a lot of info for one episode. Who knows? I might do um, more episodes just to be more pointed and to expound on these, on what I've spoken about today. I, I went over a lot. Um, so we'll see. That I-, I could honestly probably do a whole series just on that, just on OPM. But um, if anything that I've said here today, guys, was especially interesting, if you ever, you know, you ever have an inquiry, you ever like, wow, you know, that sounds really cool. I would like to discuss more about that. I mean, reach out to me. I have uh, my social medias in the show notes every single episode. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. Send me a direct message on Instagram. And if you find uh, any of this to be useful to you, please, you know, do me a favor. Share it with everybody. Like, subscribe. Give me, give me a five-star review or, you know, whatever you think is fair. <laughs> and that, that's it. And with that, guys, I just want to remind you, never stop going.